Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can now. you call in your shot again? A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars in the Brown and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. There's nothing complimentary about saying he's a nice little player. <laughs> no, no, there wasn't. There, there's no compliment in there. No, but he always says, you know, I like Draymond. Well, okay. This is Dan Patrick. Final hour in this Wednesday, Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick Show. And we are going to get to the bottom of this. The chat room does not want to be called Fanette. They want to be chat row, just like front row, back row. They want to be chat row. You can go to danpatrick.com, voting until the end of the hour, according to Mario. Lower right-hand corner, voting starts now, and the, the voting will be final at uh, noon Eastern. Yes, Seton O'Connor. And while you're at danpatrick.com, you should click the link for the DP store because we have uh, Saint, we have uh, Pat, St. Patrick's Day t-shirts there, and today's the last day. If you order it, you'll get it in time for St. Patrick's Day. But I haven't seen this shirt yet. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it's not here yet. Oh. Okay. Uh, somebody suggested Dusty in Wyoming. Why not uh, go with Danatics? I don't want to confuse things. It's already tough enough here. To, you know, there's just infighting here uh, in the chat room. But uh, we'll try to solve that. Mario, of course, is uh, leading up this uh, charge here. So what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> air quotes over uh, leading up. Well, air quotes? Yeah. Really? Is that oh, like air, ball? air ball. That's not necessary. Oh. <laughs> Circle of life. Mar-ario. 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 <laughs> For those of you who don't remember, Mario, uh, season one of AUAA had an air ball in the uh, semifinal game. And um, Seton, you were going to win. All you had to do was not throw the ball to Mario. Correct. All you had to do was not shoot. If he shot, just draw iron. If you draw iron, then you win. You go and play for the title. Mario Correct. shot an air ball. Two-a-days grabbed it, put it back in, and that sent them to the conference, uh, the uh, title game. Correct. Yeah. That is accurate. Just in case anybody forgot Mario and how he screwed up. But uh, Mario is in charge of this with uh, coming up with Chat Row. If that's what you want to be called, great. We'll call you Chat Row. Uh, James in Virginia joins us. Hey, James, what do you have for me today? Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Happy Wednesday. Hail to the Redskins. <laughs> Excuse me, call me in a moment, man. I'm out here uh, working on the big brown truck. Thank you very much. You want me to call you back, James? James, you want no, me to call I apologize. I'm ready to rock. Hey, because I know, like I know you're man. busy. I'm so sorry. Caught you at a bad moment. Man, yeah, my bad. My bad. I, I called I you while you were at work. Hey, okay. 
there. So uh, it sounds like to me, man, the fan nets are in their feelings, man. They're standing on stage thinking everyone's cheering for them when uh, <laughs> they're standing next to Justin Timberlake, man. Hey, man, suck it, chat row, man. If you got time to be on the chat room, man, you need to figure something out about your life, man. I'm just going to call them drones, man, because me, man, I'm a, I'm a Dan Patrick OG. I've been calling in the show for 12 years, man. Hey, rock and roll with you, Dan, but I can't rock with the chat row, man. Suck it, chat row. Wow. <laughs> the first suck it, chat row. All right, thank you, James, and hail to the Redskins. What a momentous day. Yeah, James is uh, a regular, certainly, during football season, but uh, uh, James has spoken to suck it. Chat row. Yeah, Paul. We just uh, got a release from UPS PR. They said they did not. They want to distance themselves from the suck a chat row line by James. I like how James calls me, and then it sounds like I called him. Like, he's yeah. delivering packages. You caught me at a bad moment. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, You James. called me, James. <laughs> Welcome to the program. By the way, uh, you can uh, listen on our Fox Sports Radio lineup there and uh, also watch on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Chad in Iowa joins us. What's on your mind today, Chad? Hey, Dan. Good morning, Good morning. Dan. Dan Eric. Uh, 510-205. Uh, I was just calling to weigh in on the coronavirus, uh, you know, just to see where this thing's headed and how things are going. Why didn't anyone call the Houston Astros? Because they seem to know what was coming all the time. Oh, look at Chad. All right, the wind-up and the pitch. Some low-hanging fruit there. Thank you, Chad. Scott in Pittsburgh. Hey, Scott, what do you have for me? Hey, today? Dan, yep. 510-170. Yeah. Uh, I need your expertise. Uh, Ten guys and I are flying out to Las Vegas next week to watch March Madness and wanted to get your perspective if we should still be going or oh, not. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's up to you guys. Uh, I, I'm i not a doctor, and I'm not playing one on radio and TV. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, Paul. I've been to March Madness in Vegas a few times. There's a lot of other things you can catch out there, but live it up, man. <laughs> if you're going to Vegas, you don't care about your health or well-being anyway. Just penicillin. You'll yeah. Be right. yeah. Double down. Now, people are using vodka as a hand sanitizer. Did you guys see that? I don't believe that's recommended by uh, the CDC. The, the hand sanitizing community? And they're doing shots of Purell to chase it. Yeah. I, I was like, wait, they're doing, like, people are taking Tito's vodka and using it as a hand sanitizer. I went, What? I believe uh, Mr. Tito himself has said that that is not. Yeah, uh, he, he did. He did come out and say that. Man, this is where it, the, the panic, if the unknown is, is what, you know, makes me nervous and how people act and react. And I'm, I'm all for being cautious. And if, if they want to have games where there's no people in the stands, then that's what we'll do. Uh, but I can't sit here and go, we're the United States. You know, they, this doesn't happen here. It happens in Italy or happens in China. It's happening here, folks. And I, I'd love to know what it's like in 10 days from now, because I think that you're going to find some pretty dramatic numbers. If, if we're basing this off what happened in Italy, where they had low numbers, and then about seven days later, they had big numbers. We don't know. And the spread of it and the uncertainty here. But if you want to go to a sporting event, go. If you feel confident, go. I would go. But I would certainly, you know, understand if people did not. Absolutely. And I do think we're going to get to basketball games, NBA games, where we don't have fans in the stands. I do truly believe that. Uh, Spencer in Wisconsin. Hey, Spencer, what's on your mind? 
Hey, Dan, uh, 6-4-2-65. <laughs> so if we get down to the final four, they usually played in a giant football stadium. Yeah. And they don't all fans. Are they going to try to narrow that down to a smaller venue, or are they just going to play in a giant, empty football stadium? I don't know. It might be you know the same place, but no people in there. I I, I don't know, Spencer. I mean, I truly don't, and nobody else does. The NCAA doesn't know either. But thanks for the phone call. It's this is ongoing. It's moving. You know, it might be like an iceberg, but it's moving. And the question is, we don't have a test yet. I'd feel a whole lot better if we had a test and we knew what we were testing for. That would help. But it, as far as these leagues go, you know, you, they're all taking, uh, you know, precautionary measures, except for the NCAA right now with March Madness. They're monitoring the situation. But right now, you know, you want to you want to pause, but you can't because you got these games going on. There are tournament games going on last night. You got. Half a dozen tonight games that are going to be played. Then you got the NBA games. There's baseball games that are going to be played. You're going to have opening day coming up in a little bit here. You're going to have the Final Four. You're going to have the championship game. It's headed our way no matter, you know, we're not stopping it. The question is, can we contain it? How long does it take before we contain it? How long does it, you know, get to the point where you feel safe? Because I think the uncertainty is what's scaring people. We don't have answers right now. And I certainly don't when it comes to what these leagues should do. Do they test you when you go into a sporting event? Can they? Do you, do you sign a waiver? Like there's, there's, a, there's a lot going on, and we'll continue to go on. I mentioned a couple other, the, a couple other stories here. Um, Robert Morris, Northern Kentucky, Gonzaga, Hofstra, North Dakota State, uh, punched their ticket, as we like to say. Gonzaga's done it again. That's that's 30 wins in four consecutive seasons. At least 40 wins for Gonzaga. Uh, you know, the last, if you think uh, Virginia is going to be good in this year's uh, tournament, think again. The uh, last team that won a championship that made it to just to the Sweet 16 in the past 12 years, you have not had a defending national champ advance past the Sweet 16. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Kind of wasn't finished with the stat of the day, but that's okay. That last team to do so, the Florida Gators in 2007, they went on to win back-to-back titles. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Yeah, Gonzaga picked up the win last night, roughed up St. Mary's, and uh, that's four consecutive seasons that they've had at least 30 wins. Yes, Paul? I watched a piece yesterday about the Virginia team last year, and I, I didn't forget, but I forgot the, the end of the Purdue game where they got it to overtime. Remember the guy I was at the line, the guard for Virginia, misses the front end, and the ball gets tipped out three-quarters down the court, and the, the young guard gets it up court, and they hit the shot to make it overtime. If you're a Purdue fan... I can't imagine watching that clip again because you're thinking, once that ball gets to the back cart, oh, it's it's over. And they'll get up a, a Hail Mary. Man. It's tough to win six games in a row, and this is what I was talking to Coach Calipari about. There, he says there's 30 teams that could win the national title, which isn't true because there's not 30 teams who can win six games in a row. I think that you probably have maybe six to eight teams who can win six in a row. Anybody can win the first two games. 
it feels like. I'll give you that. But to win six in a row, you got to be a good team. You're going to have a close game guaranteed. At least one game that's going to be close, guaranteed. And then how do you react in a big, big moment there? Virginia came up big in a big moment. But without that, then they don't win the national title, obviously. But it feels like every year you can look back on one game for a team and say they survived. And that's probably what's going to happen again this year because it is survival of the fittest. To win six games, that's going to be difficult for a lot of these teams. Uh, the NFL, uh, some uh, there's two teams that have proposed a sky judge. Now, this is a backup for the backup, I guess. This, this is basically your ombudsman there to help out your officials on the field. Now, I like it. He's on site. We talked about this uh, either last year or the year before, but it was why not have somebody who is there watching, like we're watching, to be able to help the officials and all it is is they're watching monitors there. And you just call down and say, guys, get huddled together, and you need to uh, review that. Uh, that's a bad spot. Uh, that ball was out of bounds. That was a good catch. He had two feet in bounds. That, that's all I want. I don't want a five-minute review. I want somebody to help them so we can make the game be more fluid. So it flows because the NFL games don't flow. It feels like on every play or every other play, certainly on a punt return, there's a flag. And, you know, if this sky judge, do they need to call it a sky judge? Can't you just call it, you know, a football judge? Video judge? A video judge, stadium judge, like sky judge. Like it sounds so dramatic. Sky judge. Because there's nothing weird about side judge or... Field judge or yeah. whatever, but sky judge. Sky judge. Back judge. Hey, I'm the back judge. Yes, Tom. Or even overhead judge if you don't want to be that dramatic about it. Sky judge. Let's go up to sky judge. Is it sky judge or the sky judge? Got to figure that out, too. The sky judge. Got to get rid of it. Can't yeah. have the in there. Yeah, we don't have the. I had somebody point out saying, you keep calling it the coronavirus. It's coronavirus. And I went, I, okay. Either way. Either way, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, you're calling it the coronavirus? And I go, all right. Either way, I don't want it. <laughs> I'll take the the. Yeah, I don't want coronavirus. I'll take the the. The the. Wasn't there a band called the the? Yes. I think. Seaton, was there a band called the the? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, you made it. Well, it's, I mean, it's just a, there shouldn't have been a band called Bubba, <laughs> but there was. Can anybody name the, the did Bubba have one hit? McLovin, you know the, the hit of Bubba? I do. Okay. This is the day. Were you a, were you a fan of Bubba? No. Oh, okay. But I do know that because they play it on uh, that one channel on Sirius. Uh, First wave. Pop, pop rock? First wave. First wave. Oh. The the. Oh, Seaton looks like he's trying to find the the. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the stinking Chantix commercial to finish because it's. <laughs> is it the the or the the? The the. Okay, this is the the. 15 after the hour. The latest from Soul Mining.
than what I expected the letter sound like. Little trippy. Give me some vocals here. Da da. Uh, 80s organ. Yeah. I'm kind these, of into it. These guys rock. Yeah. Wait, is that like the pan flute? Is that the pan flute? Is that Zom Fear? It's like a lighter version of Depeche Mode. <laughs> Would it? It'd be awesome if the singer then was like, oh. <laughs> like a super. <laughs> oh yeah. This is this is a a movie soundtrack in the '80s. <laughs> Starring Anthony Michael Hall. Psychedelic furs? Like yes. Yeah. Yes. Good call. Some kind of wonderful. Yeah. That's not good. I'm sure it is in eight different movie soundtracks. Da da. Da Yeah. Every Alley Sheedy movie. Well, that was Breakfast Club. And I'm, I, I was watching a documentary on The Breakfast Club. Or is it Breakfast Club? And... Um, it, it was because uh, John Hughes, John Hughes later in his life uh, reached out to me. And this is, I think, when I, I was at Sports Center, and he reached out and he wanted to know if I wanted to be in a movie. And I, I remember getting this going, why would John Hughes want me in a movie? And uh, I, I remember getting uh, notes on this. And John passed away, and but he was going to do a movie in – and either he wanted me give advice or be in the movie. I still never understood it, but I was like, John Hughes was a big deal back, you know, when he made those movies. I mean, he had teen movies, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, but the, the documentary was on John Hughes, the brilliance of John Hughes. And, uh, you know, you brought these characters together in Breakfast Club and, you know, all walks of life. And they somehow bonded together. They had some commonality there. And, you know, there were there were some funny lines in there. Emilio Estevez, uh, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, Molly Ringwald, uh, Anthony Michael Hall. That's still, that, that movie holds up. You can still watch that in life's lessons. You can get some life lessons in there. And that's what I sometimes tune in for, since I don't get any, any other place. Sometimes I'll get it in an 80s movie or whatever it was. Yes, Tom. That was well said. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Harvey Weinstein sentenced to 23 years in prison. Segway. Wow. Yeah. No, I just got the headline. There's breaking news. Harvey Weinstein just got sentenced 23 years in prison. Um, criminal sexual act, third degree rape convictions in his New York case. And I think he's on Rikers Island now, but uh, 23 years. All right, McLevin, we got a poll question today. Well, we had the first uh, question was, will you change your live attendance habits because of the coronavirus? 74% said no. Then we switched it up to the YouTube chat room poll question. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mario put it up. Uh, Mario. What should the YouTube chat room participants be named? Do you want the results now or do you want to hold it? Yeah, do, we, like, do we influence voting here? I'm going to keep people in their cars because they're going to go, oh, I want to know what the chat room is, their, their name is. But the, the voting goes till the end of the hour, and then we're done with this. All right? So we'll That's take, it. You're going to decide it at noon Eastern today? It's yes. done. Yes. It is done. It, it shall be done. We'll take a break here. 20 after the hour, more phone calls coming up. 
Civil war in the chat room continues on the Dan Patrick Show. Back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. It helps people get out of student loan debt, and if you've got student loan debt, you can benefit from this product. With a lower rate, you can save on interest or lower your monthly payment. It's more money in your pocket. With a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster, consolidate all your student loan bills in one place. Serious peace of mind. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, whereas with some online marketplaces, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check rates. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. We know how much we don't like that. Please visit Credible.com slash Dan. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash D-A-N. And when you refinance your student loans using this link, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that's Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans. And you know what? Start saving now. Once again, go to DanPatrick.com. Vote on what the chat room should be called. Mario says that it's uh, it's getting ugly in there. But you have until the end of the hour, and then you vote, and that's it. The results are going to be final this time around. Yeah, Steve. A wild place in there. Oh, I know. I know. Very interesting observation. <laughs> Such as? Well, this uh, enterprising young fella uh, said, Seaton sits like he farts a lot. This <laughs> is something I've thought about in the 10 years that we've been doing this, but uh, I might give out that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so in the in the uh, 10 years that we've been on TV in this form. Most people, when they see me, are like, is that dude ripping one right now? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, Nick in San Diego. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind? Danny, what have you guys created? You have literally created a monster. Yeah, I know. There, there is a full-blown civil war going on in chat row right now, and I said chat row. But that, that's your vote, Nick. I, I, honestly, my vote was let Reggie decide. I think Reggie should be the one who decides. He picked chat row. He should be the one. I mean, he picked the Danettes. He should pick, be the, the one who decides personally. All right. Well, thank you, Nick. I, do you guys like the Danettes? I, I don't think I've ever asked you because Reggie called you the Danettes. Now you're asking? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, well, could you have asked this 11 years ago? I could have. I could have. Well, I think what happened, when it's Reggie Miller saying it, it was very funny at the time. It's like any of those nicknames someone throws out, you don't know what's going to stick. He just was in the middle of riffing. He goes, how's Dan and my Danettes? He just yelled it. Yeah. And next thing you know, he said it again the next week. And then people would come up to the guys and go, uh, you know, that, that means you're female. You're like a Danette. And then... You guys would be like, yeah, we know. Yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's some sort of a feminine connotation to that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, McLovin. Well, you know, I, the reason I never liked McLovin was because there already is a McLovin, and I couldn't, like, fully brand optimize. Oh, is that McLovin. what it was? Yeah, I mean, like. Marketing people? There's always people who be like, wait, which McLovin are you? Or, like, oh, yeah, I know McLovin. I'm too bad. I mean, there's been about eight guests who thought I was 
with Yeah, but you wanted to be known as Pearl, and Earl yeah. Monroe was known as Earl the Pearl Monroe. So you can't be the Pearl because that's Earl Monroe. That's actually true. I yes. hadn't thought about yeah. that. Yeah, because you want me to call you Pearl. But there's one thing to be Earl Monroe. There's another thing to be that goofy kid from the movie. Yeah, but we haven't seen that goofy kid from the movie. He, although he was amazing in that movie. Yeah. Christopher Mintz-Ploss. You just looked like you were related to him when I first saw yeah. you. That yeah. was it. And I said, no, McLovin. McLovin's a great nickname. It's just, you know, like I can't like make my own T-shirts and that kind of thing. <laughs> you did. You have your broken glasses. Right. That's That's... One of our biggest selling T-shirts of all time is your broken glasses. I can't have an I am McLovin shirt. I can't tell because they're already out there. That's like one of the most popular T-shirts. Well, why don't you have one that says I'm not McLovin? I'm the other McLovin. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Dennis in Wales joining us on the program. Hi, Dennis. What do you have for me today? Good morning, Famer. How are you? Good, sir. Glad to get in and get to see you guys on YouTube. And I think I have a solution for this uh, chat room warfare. At least okay. I'm willing to become their next uh, cannonball fodder here. <laughs> uh, years ago, the Federal National Mortgage Association spent a million dollars trying to get this branded. And all of a sudden, somebody from the Wall Street Journal wrote an article and said, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And all of a sudden, it stuck, and it drove the chairman of that group absolutely crazy. So what I'm suggesting is that you have one of your Wall Street commentators come in, mm. and they're the ones that actually settle this and decide who, get, who gets to be. Hmm. Seems like a lot of work, Dennis, just to name the chat room. <laughs> Not big on I that. Mean, I, I, I love those in the chat room. I just don't know if I want to bring somebody in. Like Steve Cohen from uh, you know Wall Street investor hedge fund guy and say uh, what do you think that we should call these guys? Well, obviously you call them Chat Row. I wasn't I wasn't big on the fanats, uh, but you know you guys were voting on it, and I I blame Mario. He kind of screwed things up on this. He was like, I am going to do this over the weekend. I said, all right. Well, how many people are in the chat room over the weekend? He goes, well. When, when else can I do it? I said, all right, go ahead. I said, but you're going to get blamed here. Got a couple of Meat Friday songs. Uh, did you see where Gronk signed his deal with the WWE? Boy, who saw that coming? So, Gronk, I don't know how many uh, events he's involved in. Isn't Brady starting his own production company in Hollywood? Gronk is going WWE here. Uh, I'm not surprised with Brady because he's uh, with uh, uh, Chopra. Didn't uh, Gotham Chopra? Yeah, Gotham Chopra. Didn't he do uh, a couple of documentaries with Tom? That Facebook series, right? That was Tom versus Time. Yeah, and he also did Religion of Sports, I think, something like that. So I'm not surprised with that with him. But then that that fueled speculation. Oh, just like LeBron going Hollywood, so is he going to the Chargers? And I went, I think he could probably do this no matter where he is. But uh, that that was. People are just looking for a little nugget and like breadcrumbs to go, yeah, see, now that makes complete sense there. But Gronk doing WWE, not surprised uh, with that at all. People keep holding out hope that, hey, Brady goes to the Chargers. You get Gronk to go. I, I said, the sport drove Gronk away. Why? What makes you think the sport brings him back? It put him in a position where, you know, he's. He's ble- isn't he bleeding? Isn't he coughing up blood after they won the Super Bowl? I mean, something horrible. You know, he he survived. 
He was a great story. He got out. And, you know, in the WWE, he'll probably be a great character. Yeah, Paul. I know it's scripted and all that, but doesn't wrestling seem not as hard on your body, but similarly dangerous to football? Or is it is it too well controlled? I think when it comes to Gronk, Gronk, that Gronk would take the precautionary measures of, hey, this is something I can't put in jeopardy here. You know, like this part of my body, you know, I, I've got problems with this. You know, I don't think it's like old school wrestling where those guys went at each other occasionally. But, you know, Gronk is, he's an entertainer. We thought that he was going to do this and he would do action movies. And uh, I think that that's what's going to happen here. Does the, uh, how does the sky judge not work in the NFL? Because, you know, when we saw that we could review pass interference and I said, this isn't going to go well, and it didn't. Uh, the Sky Judge, we should have had this a long time ago. It just makes common sense. And it's been around for a couple of decades, probably 30 years. Now, I think uh, the late Art Rooney is the one who first brought this up. Maybe 40 years. I don't know. But how does the Sky Judge not work? Yes, he. Well, they are adding one more person to get the call wrong. <laughs> so that, I mean, you know it's going to be week one where they're like, what the, where the hell is the Sky Judge? How does he not see that? Oh. Uh... And they said they couldn't find enough qualified candidates last year. All you got to do is look on social media. There's a bunch of sky judges on social media. Twitter has millions. Yes, that's what we do. We're there to help you. Yes, Paul. We should let one of us be a sky judge. We could do it just as just as well as these reps. Mm. We got to volunteer to sky judge it. But it's one thing when we're watching and we go, "Oh, that's obvious." But when the game is, you're at the game and, it, and it's an important decision, then all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, Puckerville there. But I would want to wear a cape. If I'm going to be Sky Judge, like I would, I would want to, I would, I would want to wear a helmet. Like I would want to have a big S for Sky Judge on me. Now, like I would want to be treated as a diva if I was going to be Sky Judge. And, and my fellow Sky Judges you know, around the league. That we, we have our own outfits. When you overrule something, <laughs> do you do a big sky judge symbol in the sky like the bat cave? Just something goes on at the stadium, oh. you know, like the crack of lightning. Sky judge. I suppose. He gets to speak over the loud loudspeaker. The sky judge has spoken. Holding number 73. Holding. It's perfect for you. I like it. Illegal crackback block. Number 85. Sky Judge has spoken. The Saints just got ripped off. Sky Judge has spoken. Even I, as Sky Judge, can't fix this. Boy, that official really screwed up. Sky Judge will fix it. Could somebody get me a beer? Sky Judge needs to take a leak. <laughs> oh, Segway. Meet Friday songs. Let's see. Uh, I got Bob in Utah with a Meet Friday song. I can't seem to face barbecue facts. <laughs> I'm tense and nervous, I've got four rib racks. I can't sleep, cause my Traeger's on fire. My sticks are rare, I ain't no liar. 
motorcycle thriller. Chicken wings. Fuck, 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 and a yum, 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 McFeet Friday. All right. That's that's Bob in Utah. You say yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. I love the creativity there, Bob. Here's Brian in California. (laughs) Goofy day. Directed mostly to the back row. Strong. Yeah. Well done there, Bri. A little kiss there for you. Uh, Chris in Florida joining us. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's up? Uh, Real quick, um, shouldn't the sky judge be in the crane like Booger McFarlane was? (laughs) But um, as far as the chat row goes, the place where people talk is the chat row. The people should be the Danatics. Okay. It's. It's kind of like fanatics, but it's a oh no to I know it's an O to the attic where you started. Okay, I like that too. The the den attics. You guys come up with the name, and I'll abide by whatever you guys come up with. I I don't want to steer this in any direction. You want chat row? Great. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I, I I didn't think that I was going to be talking about a couple of things that we've talked about today. But that's the beauty of the show here. You know, you never never quite tell if we're going to go right lane, left blinker, all the way to the uh, HOV lane. Yes, Todd? I'm just listening intently. Oh. You caught me a couple of times without raising my hand, putting me on the spot. But you got to adjust on the fly. Just to say some kind of random comment? That like you always do. How could anybody tell the difference if you were That's given true. a random comment? You would think if I had some time to prepare, I'd have something a little more clever, but it doesn't oh, really okay. work out that way. Okay, because you stopped raising your hand like five or six times. I've gotten a lot better at that. So you lean, but you lean into your microphone, and then I think that's when you want to talk. It might just be gas. Sometimes I lean because I'm just, you know, like Seton. I'm and that is fair. Seton, Seton leans in. <laughs> Apparently, like I think, I, I'm not sure what he's doing when he's leaning in. <laughs> More like this. Leaning in. Yeah. Because I'm trying, for those who just listen on the radio, trying to get the body language of the Danettes down where I think they want to say something. Paulie will raise his hand. McLovin, it feels like, leans. Seton leans. He'll occasionally raise his hand. Uh, and Fritzy leans. Because we got to the point where it was distracting. It was where, beyond where, distracting. Fritzy was, like, trying to flag down a cat. I think what happened was there were a couple of times where I, in that moment I felt like I had something to say. And if I, if I didn't have it in that moment, it was going to lose any type of humor or cleverness to it. And then you didn't call me, so I felt like maybe you didn't see me. And then it turned out after the show, you had a little chat with me about how raising my hand 17 times doesn't uh, help the process. And, and I said, 
I said it was just one. Just if you put your hand up once, then I know you have something to say. But then sometimes I think maybe you didn't see me. So but what what year was that that I brought that to your like attention? Seven years ago. I don't know. A long time. Ago. Yeah, 2013. You see how fast I get past these things. No, I know. <laughs> to this day, I'm afraid to raise my hand. It, it's I, and I feel like I'm crushing your soul when I say something like this. I say, Todd, you don't have to raise your hand five or six times. It does take a while for me to get uh, get past that. I know, but I said I'll call on you. And you don't say it in a mean way. It, it was just, but I take it obviously to the nth degree. You know, you could say something very nice to me, and I'll take it as that you just chided me and, and ripped me apart. About. Going to take a break here. We'll come back. Oh, with this gold? Yeah, we need to take a break here. <laughs> we need to take a break here. Uh, we'll close up shop. Last call for phone calls. And you have about 20 minutes to vote on the chat room. All right. You can do that on danpatrick.com. Back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com. Get a quote. And see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. At least two NFL teams, reportedly the Ravens and Saints, have recommended that the NFL adopt a sky judge, so that's an official who will be on site for NFL games, and will basically do what we do at home, see everything in real time, and then be able to communicate with you know, the field judge and say, hey, you guys need to huddle up. You missed something here. McLovin said his biggest fear is he's not sure how much we'll have to talk about on Monday mornings if the guys start getting everything right in a football game. But seed boy, yeah, there's one more person to get something wrong. Yeah, I know. You can rail on the sky judge. Uh, the back row wants to talk about the Bachelor. Bachelor finale? What? Well, it, we didn't necessarily say that, but we were talking amongst ourselves about the mother of the bachelor, Peter, made quite a stir last night on national TV. Her name is Barb. I don't know if you've seen any of the Barb headlines. No, I have not. <laughs> well, she did not like the woman that Peter ultimately chose. She liked Hannah Ann a lot better. Was getting a lot more love from uh, from the other one. So if you were at The Bachelor, would you want your mom coming on national TV and sort of disagreeing <laughs> with your choice, or would that be uncomfortable? My mom, God rest her soul, if I was on The Bachelor, would do something like that if she didn't like somebody. Yeah, I could see that. And it's good content there. I, I think that's what they have to understand. I mean, you know, the people who work on The Bachelor are probably saying, God, this is gold, as, as they see her do this. Yeah, Paul. Any of you guys have a girlfriend or a serious girlfriend that your parents didn't like? Or yeah. vice versa, where you weren't liked by her parents? Uh, yep, that happened. <laughs> yep, yep, that, yep. Happened, that happened. Uh, Any drama? Any drama, guys? Uh, like, my mom could never hide her, she could never hide her feelings. Like she would tell you how she felt. And then she thought that that's what she was supposed to do. And I'd say, Mom, you don't want to tell me everything you're thinking. 
well, I just thought that you should know. And I go, I, I know, but you like you're, you can hurt people's feelings. Well, I'm just telling you what I see and what I think. And I go, okay. Yes, Tom. Yeah, you get one of those. I don't, I don't think that's your type. It seems kind of phony and standoffish to me. They'll, they'll make a little comment. I was going out with this one girl, Laura, many years ago, like uh, late high school, early college, and I got one of those from my mom. It's like, I don't really see you with this one. I hope this isn't serious. This isn't going anywhere. She wants to already know. She's Jewish. Well, I'm like, I don't know. She rubs me the wrong way. I could see your mom doing that. Totally. Yeah, I think your mom would be front and center. Absolutely. But so what did I miss last night on the Bachelor finale? Did yeah, that... Barb. Barb caused quite the chaos on the Bachelor. Okay, is this Pilot Pete? Yeah. Is that the guy? She yeah, says yeah. Madison, the one that he ended up picking after he proposed to Hannah Ann, they had to wait three hours for her before she finally went into the room to talk to them, and she just wasn't particularly friendly. And Madison's retort was basically, you know, it's all about me and your your son, and mm. she didn't seem to open up or care about how the, his parents even feel about it. It was bad. Yeah, I, don't, I, I love Chris Harrison, the host, but I, I can't. Like, I really feel stupid when I watch The Bachelor. <laughs> Are you supposed to feel better about yourself when you watch The Bachelor? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're a mess and you're not. I think that's the goal. Yeah, but they're, they're beautiful messes. See, I'm a mess, but I'm not a beautiful mess. So, at the end, of, still, when it's all done, they look in, that's themselves in the mirror and they go, I still look pretty damn good. Yeah, see. Yeah, I don't have the patience for it. I just don't have the – and uh, my wife, like, she really likes those. Like, her sort of guilty pleasure is the Real Housewives – shows oh. and she won't watch that around me because she's like you ruin it you just you try to inject <laughs> sense where you're like what this doesn't make any sense why would they do that and she's just like that's not what this is about it's just about to watch this train wreck and that's all you watch i i watched i think the real housewives of beverly hills maybe once and then i like i felt i was i was in shame <laughs> I was embarrassed. It's good stuff. Yeah. And, and he, I was watching it by myself because, you know, you flip through the channel sometimes and then all of a sudden somebody saying, I think it was Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife. And, and she was saying some things and I went, oh, it's Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife. And then I started watching it. And then I, I'm 30 minutes in. I go, oh, I feel such <laughs> shame. Such shame. Yes, McLovin. It's even tougher these days because now you have to be culturally aware of the show called Love is Blind on Netflix, which is eating into The Bachelor. It's where people are stuck in a room and they get to know each other for like 20 days and then get married at the of end course. before ever seeing yeah. each other. And it kind of swept the nation. Uh, that concept sounds a really healthy way to get to meet somebody and marry somebody. <laughs> because the divorce rate isn't high enough. Like, let's add to it here. 90, 90 Day Fiance, is that another one of those? Probably. Yeah, I've seen the title. I haven't seen the show. That's pretty much all TV now is live sports and dating shows. And uh, and the Kardashians. And music contests. Yeah, yes, I thought Chris. they had a game show not too long ago that Jamie Foxx was hosting where you were picking who you were going to marry that day on that one episode game show with no. three people behind a curtain and you ask them questions and then you have to agree to marry one of them at the end of the episode. This was like a game show a few years ago. I really feel a connection with you. <laughs> you, you haven't seen my face yet. I love you, Jenna. Jenny. Jenna. Jenny. <laughs> I, I, you know what? It's not about physical. It's about mental. It's about connecting with you and just listening to you and your voice and what you say. I love you for you, your your mind. Yes, McLovin. That's a must-fake situation when you get out of the room and see her for the first time. <laughs> you better not, like, grimace. Uh, I, I That happened to me when I was a radio DJ in Dayton. And, you know, obviously I've been gifted with a pretty good voice. And uh, this woman called in. And she's like, uh, she wanted to request a song. And she sounded great. 
So it was one of those where I think we both realized that we weren't good looking. And uh, she showed up in the back of the parking lot. She wanted to come in. I was doing like a the Saturday night, 11 o'clock. You know, a little Sally from uh, Springboro wants to come over. Uh, all right. I'll leave the back door open for you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, she, she sees me and I see her. And uh, I think our reactions were both like uh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all right. You know, I was still a DJ. I still have this voice. Just It was a face for radio. And how did that end? Was she, she in the parking lot? Uh, I, I didn't let her in. <laughs> I didn't let her in. But I still love her. Uh, Todd, what did you learn today? I learned that we're still having a social unrest situation in the. It's uh, ending. The it's going to end here in seven minutes. Then it's over. It's over. McLovin? I have those poll results. Do you want them? No, I don't want them. So we're just putting it out socially? You're not even going to announce it on the show? No. See, that's a tease for Monday. That's a actually. tease, yes. Tune in Monday to find out. No, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not Friday. Dang. No, it's, Today's not it's Friday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Never mind. <sighs> This show brought to you by LegalZoom. Need to make it legal? Make it LegalZoom.com. Make sure you use the promo code Patrick in the box at checkout. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. I think we'll talk to you tomorrow. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcast in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. 